0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Off The Dome Radio. Hope you're having a beautiful Tuesday so far. Uh, Thank you for tuning in with us. So today we have a pretty fun episode. Uh, We start with a 15-year-old motocross racer uh, from Zimbabwe that is making waves of change, tearing it up on and off the track really working on giving back Uh, she helped people even go to school with her prize earnings even after having some financial difficulties herself so she's just following her her passion helping others along the way and that's what it's about Uh, then i get a little greedy so i have some extra current events today we talk about lunges and how those can be beneficial not just for strength building but also for balance and stability and we talk some proper breathing with that as well Uh, then go on to my RLE uh, discussing how much advice you should should not seek uh, and as well as implement that into your decision making it is still you making that decision so we get into that as well and then finish with some good book talk moving on did finish don't sweat the small stuff uh, prior so I'm on own the day own your life where we also get into using your breath to calm you down lower blood pressure and really keep you down to earth centered and grounded, especially when you're in those uh, ticking time bomb situations. Tim, where do you take us today?
1: Yeah, so I talk about a couple of black female entrepreneurs from Brazil uh, who are finding success uh, as entrepreneurs after negative experiences in the job market. So talk about how people are overcoming racism and creating opportunities for people Um, that went through issues just like them. So really cool story that we'll get into there that you really won't want to miss. And I talk about an interaction that I had at the YMCA this past Friday um, with an aspiring basketball player in middle school. So just an example of how deciding to stay a couple more minutes and talking to someone can lead to a very meaningful conversation and relationship. And an important lesson about just taking taking those small conversations and 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 really placing importance in them and and not taking them for granted so really really cool uh rle we got into there and then in the show talking about the war of art by steven pressfield i finished that book um i end on some final advice uh he gave us um in regards to becoming the true version of yourself and investing in your own passions that Um, that are within you because everyone has them within within themselves so talk about uh just some final takeaways that i took away from that so really good episode that we have for you guys today episode 85 and also one thing i want to say is we just had some recently uh some stickers come in some off the dome radio stickers for your laptop fresh Um, off the press so if you get a chance it takes about 30 seconds leave us a review tell us what we're doing right um, tell us what we're doing wrong if, if you think we should improve. So we're, we're, we're open to all types of feedback. So without further ado, episode 85, enjoy your Tuesday.
0: Well Tim, made it through another weekend, a couple days in.
1: We did. Happy birthday to the roomie, Patrick Burns. Happy yeah, birthday yeah. to your roomie, Jimmy Cook.
0: Yeah, we so, Tim and I each... Have a roommate that we celebrated birthdays this past weekend. Uh, Saturday it was a good time. We mm-hmm. floated down the White River on some inner tubes. Had a few few adult libates during our our float. Then uh, shot a little pool on Saturday. I feel like that's just our go-to. Oh yeah, shoot some pool.
1: Get that competitive spirit come out in us. Comes out. Two on two. Yeah. Average Joe's Broad Ripple. Shout out.
0: Yeah, bring it. Step up. Yeah, man. What, what
1: was our record? We're like five and one, four and one.
0: Good as
1: fuck. And we only lost because <laughs> hit the black ball in, because we were too good.
0: Oh, uh, that was dumb. <laughs> yeah, we should get extra credit. Yeah. Tell you what, man, I was hurting a little bit on Sunday. Woo. Yeah, me so too. Why, that's why I don't drink like that, but we had some celebrations, but man.
1: Definitely worth it.
0: Yeah, yeah, good time. Had a, yeah. Then, yeah, we went to Jimmy's place for his parents' place for dinner. Mm. Long bone ribeyes.
1: His dad's like a master cook, isn't he?
0: Just master on the grill just yeah they can they do it up
1: yeah his last name is cook so i mean Search. i feel like that a prerequisite <laughs> you got to be pretty good at uh whipping up those steaks
0: yeah man oh i didn't tell you so i was in i was going to yoga was it last week or the week before anyway it's it's a night class it's at eight and it's in the the studio that they have at the gym but that's where they have like third to half size punching bags so they're not full size but there's like six of them mm-hmm. and this guy is in there and I was doing just a light lift beforehand and I hear him walking around and he's singing to his music like alright you know you do you boo boo sing Lincoln Park I'm like oh that's a good song you, you got there and he's in the the studio while we're getting ready for class like it's about 8 o'clock it's like 7.59 and he's hitting the punching bag but no gloves or anything, and but he's making all these. He'll like throw a kick or something, and you're not supposed to kick the bags. But he'll get a, a harder punch and be like, "Woo, man!" And just it was really strange. And then our instructor James he goes, "Hey, uh, we're about to start class. I says, oh, what time is it at? Eight o'clock. What time is it?" I guess he forgot that he could turn his neck up towards the clock on that wall. But our instructor's like, no, it's about 8 o'clock. <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll wrap up here. And he gets, like, two more minutes of this and And he finishes, and he does this, "Woo, round two, as he's walking out. And I'm like, who is this guy? You attention-seeking whore. Like, do your thing. But at a certain point, I got to say something. Yeah. But he, he finally just left. He was like I'm like, are we in Mortal Kombat?
1: There's always Is that, that one where we're at? There's
0: always that one linger. <laughs> Round two. With who? Yourself, buddy? <laughs> in this half size punching bag? Yeah, you showed it. Let me get my yoga on, bitch. Get out of here.
1: That's hilarious.
0: But I was like, I don't think I told you that. But oh man, people at the gym are funny. It yeah.
1: I had a funny experience the other day. Uh at the YMCA there were there were six hoops, and this has happened to me before. It happened another time, okay. uh, and I'm just shooting at a hoop, and I'm the only one in the gym shooting, and a guy comes in and with his headphones in, just in there to shoot as well, and he comes over, he shoots at the same exact hoop I'm at.
2: Because
1: <laughs> this, happen, this, this happened to me earlier this year. I'm just like, six. and he's not trying to play one-on-one or anything. He just hmm. comes over and was like, dude, what? out of all the hoops, you're going to shoot on this one? Right. When there's five other free ones. Right. So I just go and start shooting at a different one. I think he got the message.
0: Tell me he moved with you. No, he didn't. That would have been a kicker. That
1: would have been. Yeah, I was like, I was like, come on, man. There's enough real estate in here for both of us.
0: You, you just warming up the hoop for him, Tim. I
1: guess so, man.
0: He's not as good as you, so you got to get warm
2: <laughs>
1: for him. Too good. But
0: yeah, it's like, bro, five other hoops. Yeah. And you pick mine. Yeah. Just being an ass. Unreal, man. Just being an ass. So what uh, what's going on in the world, Tim?
1: Uh, right. Do you want to lead off since you got two and I got one?
0: Oh yeah, I did get a little greedy, didn't I?
1: No, you're good. All
0: right, uh, this I one, like more news. This one, um, yeah, I found this 15 year old girl. Her name's Tanya from Zimbabwe. Okay, is one of that country's top champion uh, motocross riders. She's okay, 15, and I guess she's just kind of wreaking havoc on on the track here, and so she placed third at the 2017. HL Racing British Master Kids Championships at the Motoland track in England. So I'm not exactly sure what that championship race is, but she placed third and it was also a record setting because she was she then became the first female rider to win a round since the inception of that championship race. Damn. So yeah, she's really kicking ass and taking names. Um, in 2018, she was named the Junior Sportswoman of the Year in South Africa by the Africa Union Sports Council Region 5 Annual Sports Awards. Wow, that's long. Wow. She getting an
1: award for being able to pronounce yeah.
0: that. Yeah, right? Where's mine? Titles. Um, but it, it talked about, because motocross is like an expensive sport. You know? Oh, yeah. Just the bikes themselves, but the,
1: the gear, gear, yeah. the
0: maintenance, the traveling, everything. And so, you know, I've not flown to or from Africa at all, but I imagine flights are probably pretty expensive still getting out. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And so it it brought up that she misses a lot of races because of finances. Like she can't go to as many as she wants, but she's still um, trying to do as much as she can. She knows this is what she wants to do. She's really good at it, but the winnings that she does um, earn from these champion races, she has paid for forty-five students' uh, tuition in I think it's Harare, Zimbabwe. The that's the capital. Yeah, and hopes to pay for five hundred more uh, students to go to school by the end of twenty twenty. So she already has financial hardship. She can't go to as many races as she wants, which could lead to more exposure, possible. Uh, Sponsorships, more money, mm-hmm. covering costs. So she's skip, well, not skipping out, but she's deciding to use her prize money to put other like four four kids through school, and want and wants to do more. She does other fundraising for mm. organizations and charities as well. So she's she's just crushing it in all ways, shapes, and forms, and she's only fifteen. Dang. And yeah, I, I imagine. Getting out of know, some of those those countries has to be more challenging, just by the nature of what it is. Yeah. But she's she's really trying to work it.
1: Putting other people above herself. Yeah,
0: and still giving back at the same time when she doesn't have enough to do everything she loves to do.
1: Yeah. Those those type of people, no matter what, you never know, how much money she has from actual racing, she's those people always win in life because they're 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 giving away. That's I right. mean, they're they're giving their their wealth away. They're they're creating opportunities for other people that don't have it. I right. mean, that's that's honorable.
0: And and like I don't know what the price of tuition is, but it doesn't matter because she paid forty five kids to go to school mm-hmm. and you couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. So how many other people aren't doing that, and probably with a lot more money than her? Right. So yeah, I, this jumped out. I was like, this is awesome. Like, yeah. We need, we need more more Tanyas in the world. Mm-hmm. Um. So.
1: Yeah, and I always loved stories like this because these people I mean the growing up in certain areas that don't have a lot of money for education or poverty the likelihood of people coming out of there and being successful is so low so it's it's always good that the, that the few people that do they're able to get back like obviously like LeBron James doing what he did with his school that he built right. like people like him like just they, they don't their likelihood of making it out isn't good so like the fact that they recognize how, how important they are and the first step is realizing what your impact on the world could be. So, I, I mean, I, I applaud her for, for for doing that. We should reach out to her for an interview. I mean, I'm yeah, looking was, here; she's only got about four thousand followers. So, sure she could. Yeah,
0: had her Instagram. And sure, we could catch her eye. Hopefully. Oh, well, I'm sure. So, I mean, that's that's why we tag we tag whoever we talk about because mm-hmm. we got those free samples. Oh yeah, shout out to 3M free samples of the Flex and Seal. Yeah. I, I have not sent a package yet, but. Uh, I'm excited to see how it works.
1: Yeah, same.
0: I know you said you had a package soon that you were probably going to Yeah, purchase.
1: yeah, I need to go get that. Yeah. the product, but yeah. We'll do
0: a, got to get the product. The
1: yeah, got to ship it out.
0: Just disregard the photo of Pablo Escobar on it, okay? It's not <laughs> that's not what you think it is. The stuff will be here soon, though. I'm yeah. Flex and seal that. Yeah, that's how 3M wants to promote their product.
1: Hey, I'm well, just happy. Yeah. I'm just happy to reach out. Yeah, right. so I think it's cool they have a team of people that scan social media for people talking about this. Hundred percent. Pretty cool job. Yeah.
0: So we're we're gonna do a, a video review here soon. We're gonna send some things out and do a video review review of the Flex and Seal. Uh, seems like an awesome, very cost efficient product and simple. Mm-hmm. It cannot get easier for someone to wrap a package. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but. Yeah, this this girl, man. It's um, it's cool. And to your point, people like LeBron James when they realize how important it is to get out of, you know, hard ch- hardships and uh, more difficult scenarios. And even if you're just you had little control of getting into that position, helping everyone else out as much as you can. Because once you get that that taste, it's like, oh, yeah, this is hard and this is a big deal. Can I help someone else get out? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she uh, she's done, man, crushing it on and off the track. So, r- really appreciate people like her. And, everyone I want to take some notes. <laughs> mm, yeah, for <laughs> take, real. Take some notes.
1: Give back. Yeah, right. Love it.
0: So, uh, what you got?
1: Yeah, so I want to talk about uh, some things going on in Brazil. So, just some cool... Getting
0: out of America today.
1: Yeah. So, some cool, like, small business entrepreneurial stories, kind of... Uh, what what our show, like the theme of our show is about Because I thought this was interesting mm-hmm. uh, This was an article I found Let's see If this will scroll uh, From uh, Black Women of Brazil It's an online magazine um, And it talks about just racism in Brazil right. And how it Affects Afro-Brazilians who live In Brazil, so Brazil is a Country that's Uh, notorious for denying that it's a racist country while simultaneously practicing the the creation of racial hierarchies. So according to the Institute of Applied Economic Research, black women are 50% more likely to be affected by unemployment. And I have stories of, of, of three women who didn't really have, like they had trouble finding a job after being laid off even though they were fully qualified for things for those jobs that they were applying for. So um, I want to talk about Luana Tiafolo. She's 38 years old. She has a background in law. She lives in Brazil, obviously, uh, Afro-Brazilian. She's background in law, master's in linguistics, and an international career resume. Uh, she worked as an ex- as an executive for an international communications company um, but was fired after wearing bra- uh, braided hairstyle to work, box braids. What? Yeah, so that was that was her. That was why she got fired. She took it to court. Uh, it didn't work out. She she was applying for jobs, and because of her story, she was getting blackballed. Like people weren't letting her. Her, I mean, she wasn't getting the job she's applying for. Uh, they so went she to court over it. yeah. So she decided to start her own business. She. Uh, She created the PayNow BAP, which is a platform for market research aimed at consumers of African descent. Uh, So pretty much is a business that offers products and services uh, to entrepreneurs of African descent, creating a cycle of prosperity. So because of more than half the entrepreneurs in Brazil are black women, because of this type of thing that goes on with the job market, a lot of people who apply for stuff, they decide to do their own entrepreneurial venture. So this this woman, she got blackballed for wearing a certain hairstyle to work. Mm-hmm. Is creating opportunities for people, other entrepreneurs, like giving them service, like courses, uh, aiding them when they're starting up their business, um, which I thought was really cool as well. Um, so
0: kind of like a Khan Academy type middle yeah. of
2: education mm-hmm. suite.
1: Yeah, it's called uh, Painel, B-A-P, P-A-I-N-E-L, uh, BAP. So I thought that was a pretty cool story. Um, another one, uh, Regina Ferreira, she's 30 years old. Um, so she, she tried to achieve a modeling career, um, and applied to hundreds of agencies, but was refused work because these agencies already had one or two black people on the team. So they, these modeling agencies would have one or two black people. Uh They'd have like dozens of, of white people and, and they had a, a quota for how many people. These are just some of the examples that go on yeah. racism in Brazil. It's, it's a lot more of a problem than what we think and something that I didn't even know, like, reading about this article. So right. she she what she did is she, she founded her own uh, modeling agency called HUTU Casting, Hoodoo Casting, which is a black modeling agency. Um, and she's pretty much creating opportunities for people like herself that were blackballed as well, in the modeling career. So I thought that was called Regina Ferreira is her name. Um, So yeah, I just think these stories were kind of cool, just showing how, I mean, we talk about the girl with motocross, she had a tough time coming up, struggling financially, so she's successful and provides opportunities for other people. And then you have these people in Brazil, I mean, struggling with the unemployment, applying to places, not getting in, and creating opportunities for people that struggled just like they did. So, Regina Ferreira with her modeling agency, Luana Teofolo with uh, her entrepreneur company. I just thought these were cool stories. So, yeah, just wanted to highlight.
0: It goes to show that when, like, if you just try to fix a problem, mm-hmm. you can create a massive business. Yeah. And I will say, the, when you said Ferreira, I, I thought in my mind, that's a pretty good name for like a fashion line, you know? Yeah. And the new red strapless is summer from
1: Ferrera. <laughs>
0: you know, and it's, like, it's the type—it's
1: the type of of title you would see on like one of those visual ads. It just—it just, it just right. it's so aesthetic, looks it's, perfect. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue.
0: Yeah, and it's got that exotic sound to it, like mm-hmm. you know, there's Dolce and Gabbana. It's like, Ooh, that sounds different. Mm-hmm. Made by Ferreira. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay, but that—that's cool that. You know, and this also just proves that if you... Like, there's only so much that these ladies can control. hmm And it's very unfortunate that there's still this problem. And, look, it's it's not just America. We've talked to mm-hmm. people on the show that have experienced racism, but it's, it's still everywhere. Everyone has problems, unfortunately. And... But they didn't like the situation, and made a judgment call and different decisions to change because mm-hmm. they didn't like it. Yeah. So they started controlling what they could control.
1: Right. And that's why, I mean, Brazil's just, the country of Brazil is just interesting because you have the opportunity to be an entrepreneur and start your own business just like you can in America. Mm-hmm. But the fact that racism, I mean, this type of racism is going on within the job market and people are like even losing in court over this stuff. That's completely so obvious. Um, and I just think it's cool how even in other parts of the world, like we see we see racism in the United States, but it also goes on in other places. And it's good to see like people just overcoming that, starting their own thing, and taking matters into their own hands. So really cool story. I thought it. Was, I mean, pretty motivating as well. Like these people realized that other people didn't see the value that was inside of them. Mm-hmm. So they decided to solve other people's problems that they, too, were facing just like them. Like, kind of just relating to them through that. So.
0: And, you know, I I don't know what being on that side is like, but I'm sure at a certain point, not that they're happy with how they had to take the steps to get to their own business, but Mm -hmm. in a sense where, wow, if they didn't just blacklist me like that maybe I never would have started my own company maybe I wouldn't have all this now yeah this becomes yeah so at a certain point in these people's careers and lives I, I hope there is that glimmer of okay that happened to push me out the door because I was meant to be an entrepreneur yeah so that's that's my hope yeah unfortunate the circumstance that shoved them into that corner but I feel like we're on a, a streak of either talking to or about people in stories that have had their back against the wall and still mm-hmm. they plowed right through it. Yeah. So not that it's easy, but you know, starting any business is is hard. Yeah. But with their challenges too, like if it wasn't already stacked against them, and mm-hmm. they still made it happen, Captain. yeah. So it's that's, that's a sweet story, man. Yeah, yeah and that- that's cool. Getting uh, super negative, but. Uh, sounds like some positive spin. Definitely some output.
1: positives. In, in the end game, the positives came out. So shout out to the uh, author of that article, Marquise Treve of mm-hmm. Black Women of Brazil magazine. So cool story there.
0: Right on. So I, I've been bashing health and fitness articles.
1: Yeah, man. Really? Been a good critique, though. Uh, I don't Showing them I'm how say, they could be better.
0: I'm going to agree with one this time. Okay. So I, I saw this article about pendulum lunges. That you know, lunges are lunges to me. Weighted, not weighted, walking, whatever. Reverse. Lunge. So it talked about how it's good for strength and balance. Mm-hmm. And I agree, a lunge is a very there's a lot of moving parts going on with a lunge. You I mean you step forward with one foot and you squat down. Kind of a squat, but you drop your pelvis to the floor and then you feel burning the quads and you know hamstring, the glutes. Uh, you're working through the calves as well. And so you, you focus on good foot plantation on the ground. You want to feel everything you should feel. You're not hunched over. You have good posture. But it's also a balancing thing too because your back foot is kind of on the toes. Mm-hmm. So most of your balance is coming from your front foot. But this is where good diaphragmatic breathing Trunk stability helps with balance Mm -hmm. and better trunk stability will in turn force better glute activation, which that's a big group of muscles and they can help for support as well in that exact movement. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of movements, but this is where I was like, wow, lunge, yeah. I've noticed I have to think and focus a lot on when I do lunges, my balance, and that I'm not rolling on the outside or inside of my foot and then still going up and working through other muscles that are now compensating because I'm just not there mechanically yet. Mm -hmm. So I thought this was good for, you know, yeah. Like I said, if you do just lunges in place, walking lunges, weighted, non-weighted Think breathing through your, your trunk, your, your abdominals and using that for balance, uh, and I think you'll notice some different gains here when you're doing a lunge. It'll make a lunge a lot more difficult.
1: So uh, walk us through what proper breathing looks like on a lunge rep. Like do they breathe out? When so, they? When do they breathe out? When do they breathe in? Yeah. For, in accordance with the exercise. For
0: inhaling and exhaling on on lifts, whether you're lifting something off the ground or you're doing weight training, exhale on the hardest part. So here you would exhale as you're pushing back up. Mm-hmm. But with diaphragmatic breathing and trunk, trunk stability, you want to start your breath low abdominals okay. and think about filling a balloon. A, a balloon goes out and up as we fill it with air. Mm-hmm. Our diaphragm, consider that our balloon of stability. You want to breathe in all directions, forward, back, side, side, uh, and not like suck belly button to spine. You want the opposite. And that will help with good intra-abdominal pressure and help support the spine as well. But it does help with Certain activation of different muscle groups and balance in this case. So, you know, you have a good fill. We call it an, an abdominal brace. You fill through the trunk. You're working through your core, but you're still breathing. You know, in and out, getting those exhales on the hard part. You know, you take your step. You're, you're inhaling as you take your step, as you go down. Then you come up, and then you can, you can mm. still breathe, but you're still engaging through your trunk okay. for stability. Yeah? Good. So. You know people probably don't think a lunge is that complicated of a move there's a lot going on yeah like that's true movement so i liked that they use this for not just strength building but better balance because you need to be balanced i mm-hmm. you know, think about as you get older you lose your balance so you want to make sure that you, know, you feel good contact when you're walking when you're standing you're sitting you want to feel balance so yeah i'm agreeing with this one here good for once i like it yeah Lunges, man. I've started doing, some days I'll just do a bunch of squats and weighted lunges. My legs are cooked. Yeah. Cooked. But, uh, yeah, exercise.
1: Yes, sir. Get fit. Breathing is key.
2: It's fit.
0: It's fit.
1: (laughs) Travis Scott, getting fit.
0: So I was listening to, have you heard of Jay Shetty? Yes. Okay. Like the most beautiful eyes. I've ever seen on a human, <laughs> just super captivating, it's fine, comfortable saying that, but his On Purpose podcast is also really good stuff, I like that a lot, he had a recent interview with, um, I'm probably going to butcher this name, uh, Deepika Motala. and she's a entrepreneur, a businesswoman, and they were talking about how you can and should seek advice from others, but at the end of the day, it's still your vision, your gut feel that makes the judgment call with whatever it is, whether it's business or relationship, uh, what you want to do with your career, whatever it may be, it's good to seek advice, but you still have to make sure you are making the decision mm-hmm. and something that I've in other areas of my life in the past, I've seen myself, wow, I listened to too much advice and made decisions more off that rather than me taking that in, weighing it with what I think I need to do. Mm-hmm. So it w- it was good to hear like yeah, seek the advice, but it's still it is Collins Leger's decision. Yeah. No one else is influencing that decision. Yeah. And but they spun it to business to where like when you get a bigger business, you have different issues that you never knew you were going to have. Mm-hmm. So you might start seeking too much advice and then you're kind of lost on this trail of man, they said this, but She said that, but I'm thinking this, but then someone else said that, and it's just too much going Mm -hmm. on. What do you think you need to do? You're the boss. You're in charge. And do that. Yeah, You'll find out if it's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. But you, you won't know how to get there, how to fix it if you don't just make a call. So I thought it was interesting to hear that, and they tied it to business, life, what have you, but to where the advice is good, but... It's still your own sound, gut decision. Mm-hmm. What is your gut really saying? If it disagrees with everyone, sometimes that'll happen. Yeah, I don't let it freak you out. But hey, no, I got to go this way on this. I yeah, everyone, but this is the way I'm going. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting, um, and just the advice to where I, I've yeah seen myself get too much advice mm-hmm. sometimes, and and now I've. Uh, in the last few months, that's one of my small things I've been working on. For for me, was just better decisions and advice, like input here and here. Use a little tidbit, and then use what I'm.
2: Gonna mm-hmm.
1: do. So. Well, yeah. In a in a time where like podcasting is so popular, it's easy to do that. Right. Like it's easy to just go off of the, the advice of everything and rely too much on it because it's so accessible now. Mm-hmm. Everyone's everyone's got a platform, so. There's just a lot of information out there. And I, I mean, I, I compare it to like a, like a cake, like baking a cake. Like every, everyone, everyone has their own advice that they specialize in. Uh, obviously, like Gary Vee, he's hard work, hard work, hard work, work all the time. Um, Tony Robbins is like state of mind. Uh, everybody has their own specialty of, of like what type of advice they give, sure. like their kind of own like niche. Um, but you as, like, the baker, the cook, you need to learn how to take everything that, that everyone's telling you and mix it into your whole, like, life picture and, mm-hmm. and, and, and bake the cake you, how you want to bake it. Like, yeah. Because if you just – if you rely on someone's advice all the time, you're going to have way too much of that ingredient and your cake is going to taste like shit. Wow. Like, <laughs> if, you, if, you just, if you just overload it with sugar, man, yeah. if you just overload it with sugar, it's not going to – it's, it's going to taste too sweet. It's not going to taste good. Right. Like, you just got to – it's it's a matter of how, how can you incorporate what everybody else is saying with your own experiences and the way that you want to drive drive the ship. Bake the cake, man.
0: I love that analogy. Yeah. Baking the cake.
1: You don't want too much of one ingredient. You can't over-rely on one thing.
0: Cake boss, where you at on that? <laughs>
1: so, yeah, no, I appreciate you bringing that up.
0: Oh, uh, man, the cake. I'm going to use that.
1: The v- that. Vegan cake. cake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bro, when they are we gonna start putting vegan stuff in front of things? Like, I, I, we're
1: vegan cat. <laughs> I love how like like places that have like uh, like vegan donuts or vegan cupcakes. People convince themselves that they're making a healthy decision. Like, oh, I had a vegan cupcake today. I I, I went the healthier route. What, no, it's st- it's still a cupcake. I yeah. mean, it's it's. <laughs> I just think that's funny. I mean, it's good to. I guess you take take the healthier option, but. You can't think the whole thing is healthy. Well, if
0: I'm going to do like a vegan sweet, it would be to avoid one of my allergies or intolerances. Yeah. If it's to avoid dairy and gluten, I know it's not, quote unquote, healthier. For me, mm-hmm. it is healthier. Yeah. But it's still a treat, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's funny that people equate like vegan to, oh, way better option. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah, for me, some of those things are better. Mm-hmm. But I had someone ask me, was like, are you vegan? I was like, no, man. I, just, I avoid just dairy and gluten due to yeah. allergy. So everything else, let's rock and roll. Baby. Let's ride. Let's ride. Um, baking a cake. Yeah. So that's yeah, a good one. Advice. How much to take, how much not to take. Can't forget your baking soda, though. Right. Otherwise, you're going to get a rock for a cake.
1: Yeah. Got to mix it all in. Yeah.
0: What you got for an RLE?
1: Yeah, so I had an interesting interaction with um, a kid at the YMCA this pre- this past Friday. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Different one than uh, try to take your
1: course? No, no, this one was a little better. Okay. Um, it was like seven or eight o'clock. I mean, I was looking to get out of there. I was I was shooting in the gym, yeah. about ready to head out for the night. Practice. Kind of in a hurry. I was just I was like, uh, I just need I need to go on and, and, and get on with the rest of my night. Right. And as I'm walking out of the gym. This kid, uh, his name's Manny. Uh, he's he's an eighth grader. He like stops me. I've never met this kid before. Yeah. Because I think he'd been he had popped his head in before and was like watching me shoot as I was leaving. He's like, "Hey, do you want to play one on one with me?" And I'm like, and "He kind of, he, I wouldn't say he looked desperate, but he he, you could just really tell he wanted to just play with someone." Yeah. And I'm like, "Ah oh, man, I gotta head out. I'm I'm, I'm kind of I kind of got things I need to do." And he asking, he's like, "No, please come on, just one game." I was like, okay, if, if this kid's going to be persistent, I yeah. respect it. I'll play.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So I decided to to, to stay and play, and I, I learned a lot about him. He uh he got cut from basketball tryouts the year before. Um. He was down. He's so he's been down on himself the last year, and he's just looking to get better. Um. So just learning about that, and just talking with him through that, and re- really. He's kind of getting a little emotional about it, too, so just being there, and you could tell he wanted to, to tell these things to someone, yeah. um, and you could tell he's been working hard because he's got tryouts in about two or three weeks, okay. um, so I stayed and played played basketball with him and, and, oh, and helped him job. out, Hel- help him work on a shot, too. He was, uh. he says he hates shooting from the baseline. I was like, well, dude, because he started shooting, he's like, I don't want to shoot from there. I was like, dude, you need to keep on shooting there if you're not as good at it, Yeah. Uh, and just working on him with things that he needs to improve and getting him ready for tryouts, and I found myself really, re- really getting on his side. Like I really want him I'm building a relationship with this kid and hoping, hoping that he makes the team and ended up staying for 45 more minutes. Oh, that's Clint cool. rebounding for him and, and helping him work out. So it felt really good to like, yeah. we go back to that passion that we're talking about, mm-hmm. like how you should use your passion to create value for other people. Um, and I, a big passion yours, Yeah. So. I mean, it's one of, I mean, we talk about you should do we're going to get into it a little bit find that one thing that you would you would still do if no one else was on this earth right so just it felt good to, to help someone out and doing it was something i absolutely love to do like if some if someone's trying to get better on their on their game and they asked me to play with them and want them to rebound i mean i'm glad i stayed so yeah. i mean it's something that i'm glad i ended up doing and uh, just building a relationship with this kid and 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 really creating a friendship with someone who who looks like they 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 really needed it at that time and cuz he's nervous about it like he's got trials coming up so yeah. yeah so build it's and the why I'm seeing the gym is a perfect place to build rela- relationships like that cuz I understand the people that go in there to yeah. to put in their time and get their workout out and get in and get out which some days you I mean you need to do that you, you need to be focused right. but there's always a conversation and a story to be told I mean no matter who you meet so just work on trying to create those relationships here and there. And, yeah. And it makes it makes the trip there worth it. And it made me feel really good about building that relationship with him. So. Well,
0: that's cool you were able to help kind of give him tips and advice and different things mm-hmm. to work on, too, especially forcing him to shoot the shot that he doesn't like to do. Yeah. Because what happens when you're wide open on that baseline? You get the ball and you're scared to shoot it, but you're wide open.
2: Yeah.
1: You got to shoot it.
2: Yeah.
0: So that's where hopefully he'll love shooting baseline mm-hmm. at some point. Hopefully, he's just like yeah, feed me baseline, let's rock, baby.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I see potential in this kid too. Like he's, like he's only in eighth grade, but like his feet are huge, and he's still not that. I mean, he's pretty tall for an eighth grade, but you can just tell like he's gonna be athletic in like a, in like a few years, nice. especially athletic. So
2: yeah.
1: seeing people as what they're capable of becoming rather than what they are that's another big thing about it too. Like when people perceive that you see that in them, like. I mean, instills confidence in them. Yeah, so they can
0: become that. Yeah, it, it's almost like you're giving them permission to be the best, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. I had this conversation with Marquise on Friday uh, when we when we got some food, talked about why people are scared to succeed sometimes because people are are afraid of success, and we're uh, like, you know, people look at others who are private jets or they're starting this or that, or they have access to this person, that person. And, and people always like, usually want that. Like, I want that to do good things, you know, start a charity. I I want my toys, (laughs) but like, what, what is it? And it's, you know, the responsibility we think that comes with it, that we don't know how much that is going to weigh on us. Mm -hmm. Okay. What else comes with all of that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, But that's where if if you're just doing it with your passion what you want to do makes it a lot easier but it's also to where now you gave your time and talents to better someone else Mm -hmm. that were given to you and that's i don't know that i think is what successful people do it's like they were they were gifted certain abilities and talents you know if believe in god like I think from God, whoever you think it's from, you have this innate desire to work on that particular craft, mm-hmm. but then sharing that with someone else. And like, that's your version of giving back. Yeah. Tanya gave back by paying for some kid's tuition. <coughs> mm-hmm. You might've helped this kid just make his eighth grade basketball team. Yeah. Make his entire year. Mm-hmm. But that was the giving back and the responsibility where you ah, gotta go, you know, and it's, and it's easy for us to kind of just go back to work and keep working and kind of shut ourselves in but when you do that, that's more not just finished, don't the small stuff inner peace mm-hmm. to where you left feeling like man, I'm on this kid's side now you know, he's, he's got a team of Tim you know yeah. uh, fan base Tim and you know, he probably went home like man, that was a real cool real cool dude yeah. at, at the gym today
1: He's got one more person in his life that believes in him. That's how yeah, I look at it. So
0: exactly, and that—that's successful people. Mm-hmm. That's that's the responsibility. Yeah. So now I was, I lost my uh, thought for a second. I was like, how was I bringing this full circle? <laughs> but that—that's cool that you shared a passion with someone, and at least it wasn't like, hey, can you help me like wipe something up? It was, mm-hmm. can you help me with basketball? Yeah, it was fun. So, that's cool, man. Uh, you still in the War of Arts? I finished it. Oh, all done. Yeah, that was quick.
1: Yeah. It was a good one. I was I was locked in. Yeah? Um. Yeah, so one thing that stuck out towards the end of the book is Stephen Pressfield in this book, The War of Art, uh, Overcoming Your Creative Obstacles, no matter what you're in. Uh, he says our job in this lifetime is not to shape ourselves into some ideal that we imagine that we ought to be, but to find out who we already are and become it. So this goes mm-hmm. back to... The definition of success, Earl Nightingale, he says, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So that ideal, it's in every single one of us. Mm-hmm. It's in us. It's not something that that we we shape ourselves to someone who we're not, but progressively realizing that within ourselves. Asking yourself, what, what would you do on this earth if you're the last person on earth? What would you still do? Yeah. Uh, asking other people, hey, what am I good at? What am I not good at? Gaining feedback from other people, making a list of things that you're good at, at you're good at, um, and that you would do for free. So that's what the definition of success is. Not not shaping ourselves into who we think we should be, but realizing what's within us and working towards that. So I thought that w- that was good, and it's self-assuring too, just to know that it's it's al- it's always been within us. Mm-hmm. But it's just how do we go about discovering that? It's not something that. Is unreachable f- for every person, so I think yeah. that that was cool to hear.
0: That's that's really a sweet way to look at it. Of figure out what your DNA is, mm-hmm. not what you think you need. What mold do you think you need to fit? Yeah, and because we, we've talked about that, like following your passion, letting your DNA guide
2: mm-hmm.
0: to where it's. It's okay to like this thing or that thing or really like this for it even though it's way out there or just like doing x y and z and if someone's like oh that's kind of strange if you like doing it like you're, you're figuring out who you are mm-hmm. you're finding out what your dna is like and that's that's just a, a really good way of putting like hey we're not here to fit a mold
2: mm-hmm.
0: we're, we're created we are our own mold yeah you're you're the mold of tim Ollersmeyer. no one else can ever fit that mold mm-hmm. so people shouldn't try to fit that mold
2: yeah
1: because all all the information that you need to be successful it's out there like it's it's out there for you to go take develop and to turn it into art. but you got to find within yourself what do I enjoy learning about? what do I enjoy going out and seeking knowledge about because the knowledge is there for you to be successful, but there are certain things that we all love to learn more about and are passionate learning about that are out there so that's that's the first step of doing it because once you find that, you'll have the energy to go out and find the information in the world to make you successful. Yeah. So, And it's all it's within you. So wow. I thought that was good. Steven, get down. Steven and Pressfield. So <laughs> the next book that I'll be reading is Sell or Be Sold by uh, Grant Cardone. So the key to winning in business and in life. So I got that from a okay. uh, book suggestion from Christoph Lewis. I was
0: about to ask. I think I saw him posting on yeah. his Instagram story reading that book. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, he's, he's been –
0: what it was, how the
1: book was, or you just it was oh, just, I, I'm a big Grant Cardone fan, so I, I mean, I read the reviews on it and, and I, I pulled the trigger. So, nice.
0: that, yeah, he's doing a uh, book a week for a book year, a week, man. And he's one book ahead of, his yeah, he gives right it like
1: 21, 21 or 22, yeah. Christoph Lewis, Christoph Lewis podcast great episode great 40, I think is what that one was. 40? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, man, talk
2: about
0: he's growing, yeah. Yeah, a lot, like, uh, good example
1: about, of what uh, a good interv- interview podcast should be like mm-hmm. interviewing interesting people i mean that's what we are so.
2: absolutely
0: and it's you know it, it's tough to do it on your own i think yeah it, it's nice to have two three I've, i hear podcasts one of my favorites mind pump they have three their three works really well it's very dynamic mm-hmm. good cohesive fit
1: sell to stefano Justin Andrews.
0: And Adam Schaefer.
1: <laughs> yeah, Adam Schaefer second and then Justin Andrews. What a trio. <laughs>
0: great great podcast. Man. I listened out
1: this morning actually.
0: Yeah. That's a visualization of being in their studio mm-hmm. uh recording with
1: them. They got good stuff, man. Yeah, they do. Listen to the episode on uh shul- building healthy shoulders is what Ooh, I need to get after that. One. Yeah, a good one. So, so what they have to say about that. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, I got some of their programs. Real good stuff. Mm-hmm. They're good at programming.
1: Oh yeah. So what do you got for book talk man uh,
0: so since I, I took a little break while I was reading uh, the don't twist the, don't sort the small stuff more kind of some other relation uh, type books and so I'm back on on the day on your life back to finding the little things in every day that you can just conquer one at a time small things each day that eventually will it'll change your entire life mm-hmm. and. This was, speaking of deep breathing earlier, uh, it was a study that was published by the Japanese Society of Hypertension and showed that six deep breaths over the course of 30 seconds will actually lower your blood pressure, but within that, that that calmness helps keep you kind of centered and grounded and can also control you from being a ticking time bomb and just exploding. So if you're in a situation like, man, I'm going to twist this knife because they, they said this to me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in right now. This I got it lined up. Uh, take those six breaths first because is it going to be worth it to feel good for about 12 seconds of being a dick? <laughs> yeah, I know it feels good sometimes. It's like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. steamroll this cat. But take, the, take those breaths or something at work. It's like someone didn't get this to me five minutes ago when I needed it. Take the breaths, man. Mm -hmm. You know, because next time you ask them to do something, they're not going to do it if you blow up on them. Yeah. And so the study was done on over 21,000 people with two groups. And so, yeah, they measured blood pressure before and after a 30 second rest in a seated position. One group would incorporate the deep breathing, and one did not. So they saw with both. Uh, A decrease in blood pressure, but more so with those that did do the deeper breathing. So those just long, low and slow breaths, letting yourself fill from lower abdominals, breathing until you really feel your air reach your clavicles. Mm -hmm. Like that's filling with air. Yeah. Most of us shallow breathe. We Mm -hmm. don't think about it. We need that good, good deep breath. Yeah.
1: meaning Meaningful oxygen. Yes. That's why, I mean... That's why meditation is so awesome because that's what you do in meditation. That's mm-hmm. how I do Like, they say one of the first steps in meditation is don't focus on the frequency of your breath, but focus on your breath. Like, focus on the air going in your mouth, out your mouth. And the deep breaths is what makes meditation so beneficial for people because it lowers your breath, blood pressure and allows you to focus on that breath. Like. Yeah. Focus on it.
0: And, and practice it. Yeah. You practice your golf swing. You practice yeah. your sales pitch. You practice everything else. Practice mm-hmm. your breathing and your moving. Yeah. Because you you never stop breathing. Right. So might as well practice the thing you do the most.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. All right, man. You got anything else for this episode?
1: I think I'm good. I think we're going to wrap this up. Yeah.
0: All right, everyone. Hey, thanks for hanging with us. As always, hope you're having an awesome Tuesday. Uh, If not, hang in there. Uh, You will. Uh, So we thank you so much uh, for always lending us your time, your ear, uh, giving us a shot and a listen. Uh, If you're digging the show, please head on over to iTunes, uh, search at Off The Dome Radio, uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. Then after you do so, please DM us on our Instagram, at Off The Dome Radio. Let us know who you are. Uh, It's kind of hard to identify everyone just by Apple ID. So let us know you did so. Um, and then give us a good mailing address. We will send you a free laptop sticker on us. Um, And yeah, talk to us uh, how we can make things a little better, what kind of things you want to hear on the show, what kind of people that you think we, we jive well with. So we're always trying to be better because we love doing this and we want people to enjoy it as well. So until next time, thank you so much again. Enjoy the rest of your day.